Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 131, and today I have a very special guest, my very own dentist, um, someone I admire and have, uh, you know, had the pleasure of being a patient to uh, for many years, and he's a great, uh, you know, staple of, of dentistry in Amherstburg. A lot of great things. When I posted about the interview, uh, tons of people were commenting about how awesome uh, Dr. Sean Sinisek is, and we're going to talk all about him today, about the dentistry, how he fell in love um with being a dentist and so much more if you didn't know he's the dentist and owner of rivertown dental here in amosburg he's the university of windsor alumnus where he studied biology also completed a doctorate in dental surgery at the university of detroit mercy and of note for his significant and unique work with dental implants he was awarded with his fellowship honors by the international congress of oral implantologists which is i believe a prestigious award for uh a dentist to receive it's well known it's well known and uh, really a ton of accolades and just does great work really focuses on patient satisfaction and just communication with his patients and I've been of uh, one to benefit from it and, and really have enjoyed the level of service that I receive here so I'm very excited to do this interview with you today Dr. Sinisak and appreciate your time well thank you I'm very excited to be here um, I've been following along the podcast since since it started back in 2020 I believe and uh, it's my honor to be a guest. And I believe you have a uh, Coffee with Craner mug? Never without it, buddy. Yes. Coffee with Craner. He has the uh, second generation, the uh, the first generation. And uh, just in case we get confused, I also have the first generation. There you go. That's how long I've been part of this deal. <laughs> and this, th so this one's not dishwasher safe. Uh, definitely don't recommend putting in a dishwasher. But uh, yes, yeah, so every question on the show I ask uh, a question relating to coffee. Where in Windsor, Essex, or maybe in more particular in Amherstburg, is your favorite place for coffee? Well, where is uh, at my house? I think many of your your um, guests have said that, and the reason being, it's not the best tasting cup of coffee. But my, I'm an early riser. My morning ritual is uh, start off with some coffee and, and a book reading, and it's my quiet time uh, before the world gets going. So that's my favorite spot. But in Amherstburg, which I'm partial to, this is when I'm going out. Uh, I've got two spots. I bounce between. Uh, downtown Espresso and Caffeine and Co. Those are my two jams. And you're essentially located downtown, so it's a quick. Uh, Everything's within walking distance. It's yes. perfect. Yeah, it's right on Front Road, right across from No Frills. Um, and since I became a a patient, there's been some expansion here. I believe uh, you've moved over to it. You expanded into another unit, and yeah, originally uh, we're on the ground floor here. We started with one unit. Uh, then we took over the one beside it, and as the business grown recently, um, actually right when your podcast was starting in the summer of 2020, we took the final unit over, um, and now we've got the whole ground floor. So been fortunate enough to be growing and had the space to do so. And so is your technology as well. Absolutely. Can you tell us more about that? What uh, I, I'm not well equipped in, in the technology terms, but uh, well, yeah, new machines, new <laughs> new machines. Uh, a lot of a lot of training goes behind these things. Um, dentistry is one of those, like all professions, it continues to grow. And, uh, part of, of my personality is, uh, you should be trained. You should be on top of things. It is a profession after all. Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely a lot of things have changed. The, the biggest one that most people are impressed or enjoy is we've gotten rid of the, uh, goopy gaggy impressions and we're now into, uh, scanning impressions. So <laughs> nothing more in your mouth other than small camera. Um, that's one of the ones that blows patients, uh, their minds away. If you're old enough like me and had to go through impressions going into these scans, it's just like, wait a minute, where's this been? Like, this is, you know, so 
yeah, things have changed for sure. Yes, I, it, I believe it was the big metal train had to <laughs> some type of uh, paste you had to prepare. And... You're, you're, you're definitely dating yourself, but absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. I might have been one of the last people to, to use it. So uh, lots of exciting stuff. Uh, how did you become in love with, with dentistry? How did this all start for you? Um, I, I don't have a, a defining moment, so to speak. Um, and to be honest, I'm, I'm still falling in love every day. It's... Uh, I love my profession, just as you, you hinted. Things are continuously growing, and I'm growing with them. So I don't have that defining moment, but I honestly, I truly love dentistry. I, I get up every morning. I'm an early riser, and most mornings I'm excited. Let's go. I'm ready to go. Um, my mom might have a different answer. Um, growing up, um, played hockey, played a lot of sports, and boys being boys, I spent a lot of time in the dental chair with um, – uh, sports-related mouth injuries. Mm -hmm. So my mom, at, you know, when I graduated dental school, she said, I always thought if you can't beat them, you might as well join them. So maybe my, my true love started way back when. I didn't even realize it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no defining moment. I'm still falling in love with it every day. So you studied biology and then you figured, okay, I want to go complete a, a, a doctorate in dental surgery. No, it wasn't that smooth. Um, I, I knew I wanted to do something in the healthcare. Initially, I thought maybe pharmacy. So I um, I did a, uh, a co-op, I think the program was called, a co-op with them, and it just wasn't for me. I'm a hands guy. It wasn't mm -hmm. handsy enough, and uh, throughout the four years of my undergrad, um, something was drawing me to dentistry, and, and that was the end of it. And I just went, once I looked that way, I never looked back. And what do you believe, um, you know, from, from running your own practice and uh, being an owner and a dentist, uh, what are some important skills and qualities one should possess uh, to, to be a great dentist? What a beautiful loaded question. Um, the, the number one skill that would come to my mind or the number one quality would be care. And, and when I say that is, is, is truly care. Um, everything else will fall into place behind that. And when I, when I say care, it's care for your patients, yes. Um, but as well, care for your staff and care for your community. Mm -hmm. After that, everything else will kind of uh, fall behind in a successful order. But if you do that, everything will be uh, second nature. Um, Another quality or skill I'd say would be humble. Um, there's a dentistry is growing, all businesses are always growing, and you're going to get points um, or times when you don't know the answer. Ask for help, find out the answer. Uh, and on the end of the other end of that, if if you're good at something, if you've mastered something, uh, teach somebody, help somebody. You know, and I think being humble is important. Um, maybe a third one: a growth mindset. I think. Uh, don't be, don't have a fixed mindset. Have a growth mindset. Um, all businesses are changing. The world's changing. Yeah. Don't get stuck doing the same thing you were doing 20 years ago. And, and how do you how do you do that? How do you uh, continue to grow um, while also ensuring you're not becoming stagnant? Uh, for me, speaking one of one is uh, I get I go for a lot of training. I'm a dental nerd. If, if you're a patient in my practice, you've heard me say that many a times. Um, I am continuously learning. So I've literally been all over North America. Um, just in about two weeks from now, I'm going to Austin, Texas. Um, I enjoy learning. Um, my staff enjoys learning when I come back, I hope. Um, but that, that's how I've done it. I've always seeked out mentors or um, classes or trainings that I wanted to do. I wasn't proficient in and I've gone to where that training is and, and, and uh, that's how I get it done. So when you first started, were you uh, like an, an assistant at a, a dentistry and then you decided, hey, I'm going to open my own practice and, and, uh, no, um, 
like I said, I have no defining moment as far as that. There's no dentistry in the family. I, I didn't grow up behind anything dental. Mm-hmm. Um, when I graduated, I worked over in the States because I went to Detroit Mercy. I worked over just across the border, still lived here, just commuted across. And I was an associate in a bigger company there that owns multiple offices, got a bunch of great experiences. Um, then an associate position opened up at this office. Mm-hmm. Uh, was much smaller at the time, but I, I took it. My wife and I were, were starting our young family, so I didn't want to be commuting across the border as much. And uh, since then, obviously, um, I've bought this practice and grown it since. So that was kind of just my transition into it. What was the, I guess, I mean, you're faced with challenges every day. What was your biggest challenge uh, when you when you took over the practice? Um that challenge is the challenge of business and to this day it still is my my greatest challenge um and what i mean by that is when you when you graduate dental school uh their job is to make a competent dentist that can go out to society and perform dentistry Mm. Um, where i came from we didn't have much in the world uh, other than the training of being a business uh, owner being a leader so the day you buy that practice and then the keys are handed over um, now, all of a sudden, you have to realize, oh, I'm also an HR director. I'm also, uh, I have to su- uh, secure suppliers. I have to know accounting. I have to know banking. I have to know staffing. All that stuff hit me like a tidal wave. And they um, didn't teach you that in none, No, like back then, maybe things have changed now, uh, but nothing. So it was and still is my biggest challenge um, as far as um, because dentistry at some point becomes relatively routine and easy for you but the business aspect is almost a bigger part of of my day-to-day mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting um so to, to i guess to answer your question how did i get to overcome that is um by funding mentors um the gentleman i bought the, well the two docs that started this practice i'm only the third owner and we've been here since in amosburg since 1972 wow um dr frank level and dr Corey prince um, to this day if i pick up a phone and call them with a question, they'll still answer for me. So mm-hmm. they've been uh, probably my biggest personal help. Uh, but also in the world of today, technology, the internet and, and social media. Um, if you have a question uh, the, or books, uh, it's out there, you gotta find it. But if you do the homework, you can find it. So for me, those those two things have been my biggest help. And what I have benefited most from, and, and anyone that is a patient of Dr. Sinizak, when you come into the, to the practice and you're getting some work done, I'll, I'll tell you, every single time I'm in here, Dr. Sinisak is extremely positive. He, you know all of your patients' names. You know everything about their life. Um, it, it is really impressive to see, and, and patients really care about that, that connection they have with their dentist. I'll be honest, coming into, the dent, into a dental office is probably not one's uh, m- most favorite thing to do. Um, it, it's not a very uh, fun time sitting in the chair, but you do make it fun. Um, was that something very important to you when you started your practice? Well, first off, I'm I'm shocked to hear that. No, (laughs) Um, it it is. um, And that goes back to, uh, for me, I've always found like, if you care, if you truly care, practice that every day, um, everything else will come Mm -hmm. second nature. Um, But as as far as um, that goes, and and I don't even know where um, I came across this quote. I think I got picked it up at one of my summertime jobs. But what's at the top of my mind every day is there's a quote that says, if we don't take care of our customers, somebody else will. Mm-hmm. And I, whoever gave that quote, uh, my, I tip my hat to you. I don't know where it's from, uh, but I use it every day in the back of my mind. Um, and with that being said, it's, um, you know, if you strive to think about that every day, 
um, everything else falls in behind it, right? Um, the, you know, as far as I'm motivated every day, as far as keeping that in the top of my mind, but I'm also very competitive in nature and it's a blessing and a curse, but I want to be the best. Um, uh, my definition of best may be different than your definition and my best, uh, my definition of best may change from time to time, but every day I want to be the best. Do I get there every day? No. Uh, but that's that's keeps me motivated and keeping that quote at the top of my mind. I think uh, is a good success recipe for success. And what because it, it's tough for everyone. How do you every day come to the office extremely positive and you know the the second you walk into the door to see a patient, you're 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 smiling and you're just happy to be there. Well, first off, thank you again for for recognizing that. Um, I love what I do. I, I honestly love what I do. Um, I'm surrounded by a great team. Um, the girls here and, and the gent, um, you know, they make it easy for me. It's I'm, I'm surrounded by great people. Mm -hmm. And you have a, a fairly big team. Yeah, we just added uh, two more um, this year. Uh, well, I'll say at the end of last year, the beginning of this year. Uh, we're still growing, which I'm blessed to have that, that, that challenge. Um, but it, it's for a dental office, I think we're getting pretty big. Mm -hmm. And is it was it a, a challenge finding the right people? For the dentistry because that can always be um, uh, difficult for business owners it is it is, and it continues to be this challenge um it has been the, one of the bigger challenges of late mm -hmm. uh, we you know when you go through your interviews uh, for me culture fit is probably the biggest thing as far as everybody that comes in for an interview most of them are qualified but finding that right individual that fits what you want as an office. Uh, like you said, that's a positive smiling, all that, those sort of things that you can't teach. Mm -hmm. um, those are what we look for, right? That That's kind of our key to it. And I found for, if you get the right people on the bus, then everybody can do the job efficiently and properly. And I have found that for my staff, if I'm supportive and empathetic, uh, the rest will fall in, out of, fall in position from there. Um, if I give them what they need to succeed, get out of their way. Uh, if you got the right people on the bus, that's, that's the recipe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And how do you, uh, how do you coach your staff to make sure that they're, you know, they're, they can match your level of energy? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, hats off to my staff. I think I match their level of energy. They come in, uh, most of the time more amped up than I do. Um, it's just what you said. It's coaching, right? Um, like I said, give them the education, give them the tools they need and then get out of the way. Uh, we do our, you know, like most businesses, we have our meeting, we have our training, we have a, an offsite, um, training coming up next month. Um, these are the things that you, you keep touching base with it. Never let things, uh, grow old and stagnant. Just keep touching base. Uh, open, I have an open door policy. If there's any concerns or questions, they know they can come to me at any time. Um, and those, those things help with the communication and for our staff, um, we know that not one position is more important than the other. I can't do dentistry without somebody answering the phones and I can't do dentistry without somebody sterilizing the instruments and they can't do their job without me doing mine. So mm -hmm. it, it's an even playing field. There's not one position above the other position. It's, it's really an ecosystem and everyone balances. hundred percent. Uh, two final questions for you. Sure. Uh, one would be what would be some advice you could share with an inspiring dentist and I'll get to the second one after with an as advice for an aspiring dentist someone that's looking uh, just to be an associate at this point in their life okay finishing dental school and uh, or even picture you know a young you walking through the door what would you tell that person oh what a beautiful question Lyndon um, 
gosh, where was somebody 20 years ago when this, uh, when I was graduating? Um, first thing I would say is find a mentor, find mentor or mentors. Um, for me, that's been my biggest, uh, jump to getting, uh, where I want to go. And what I mean by that is, uh, I've been doing this for 20 years, five or six days a week. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned a lot good and bad, but I've got a lot of scar tissue developed in that time. Uh, mentors I find can, uh, hold time or collapse time for you. So what something may have taken you eight to 10 years to learn or to master, I find with a right mentor, you know, you can collapse time down to one or two years. So I think a mentor is there and there are guys and gals like me out there that have been, you know, 20 plus years, 30 plus years of experience of doing a lot of dentistry. We learn the goods, the bads, business side, clinical side, and we're more than willing to give back. You know, I, I would love it. We just had a student here yesterday just shadowing us around and I get excited for that. That, that, you know, I got the somebody to call me the next generation. Um, I said, well, as long as she leaves here and does still wants to be a dentist, I, I think I've done my job. Um, so I I'd say finding a, a good mentor. Um, second thing uh, I would say if I could go back and talk to myself is uh, don't be scared to invest in yourself. Um, educate yourself and train yourself. And what I mean by that is general dentistry is you got a scope of procedures you can do from doing a simple exam after a cleaning. Mm -hmm. Uh, to doing some of the complex surgical sedation procedures that we do and everything in between. Um, find, train yourself, educate yourself, on, because you don't learn all these in school, right? But educate yourself and train yourself uh, from all these things in between. You'll love some, you won't like others, but if you find out what you love, what you're good at, double down on that. Um, and, and I think that carries a long way going into your profession because if you're doing what you like every day, um, it just makes it easy. Right. For myself, I could never find my love of, of doing actually making dentures. So I hired a, a denturist that we have come service our uh, once a week. They come out and they're here all day and service all my denture patients and all their needs. And that opens up time for me to do more of the stuff that I'm better at and that I enjoy. So time management is huge in this, in this business. Like when, when yeah. I come in, you're like you're back to back to back appointments. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, hats off to my team. That, that's my team keeping me back to back to back. But time management is once you when you learn that, if you ever learn that, things get much easier. And uh, the other question is, what advice would you share with somebody who just bought a practice? Ooh, just bought a practice. Well, I'm going to jump back into um, kind of tied into the other question you had asked about um, the business of dentistry. Um, for that, that. For, like I said, that, those are the things that keep you up at night. So be patient. Um, you know, don't expect to know it all and figure it all out immediately. Mm -hmm. It's a process. Like all businesses, um, you have to start where you're, you're at. And if you want to grow it, which most people do, you have to take your time to grow it properly. Um, that's, you know, being patient and, and having that growth mindset that I alluded to earlier. Um, that, those are the biggest things I think will play dividends in the long run. Um, seek out mentors, get yourself educated in the business aspects because unless dentistry's changed since I've graduated, you don't get much in the business world of it. Um, and I think that'll set you up for success. Well, that's a great piece of advice. And, uh, there's, there's a lot of great things here at the Rivertown Dental. Um, I, I know I've been trying slowly to bring the whole family over here, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, 
where can people find you? And I, I guess, could you give us a, a little quick uh, pitch about Rivertown Dental, just for those watching before we wrap up here? Well, sure, absolutely. I'll never turn that down. Um, <laughs> well, we're located out in Amherstburg. Uh, we are a full-service dental office. Uh, we offer dentistry from A to Z. Um, the As far as where you can find us on, on the internet, rivertowndental.com, rivertowndental.ca. We're on um, Instagram. We're on Facebook. Um, so we're, we're out there. It's not hard to find. Um, if you are in need of dental services for a, an office that truly cares, um, that holds ourselves up to high standards, I think we would be a great fit. I highly recommend the best in the area, uh, the, the country, arguably. Um, thank you very much for your time. This was an exciting episode. Uh, if you want to connect, please give uh, Dr. Sinisak's office a call. Um, it sounds like you're, you're always looking for students to mentor and, uh, and coach. So greatly appreciate your time and all the work you do here. In, Linda, uh, in thank you. And before we leave, because we are in a dental study and I am a dental nerd, yeah. and I thank you for the gift of your time. I have a gift for you. Okay. And I do realize that some people won't be watching, so I'll describe what this is. This is a one-off, a one-of-a-kind, only one in the world. This is literally a dental floss container, but it's a special one. It's got coffee for Craner. Uh, logo That's on awesome. It. Wow. So thank you for your time. Thank Linda, you. I appreciate it. Make <laughs> Don't sure you forget use the that. You got it, buddy. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll see you soon. Watch the whole episode on coffeewithcraner.com and don't forget to floss.